another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show I've got the uh, the, the pop duo uh, 7,000 Apart here on the show. Um, you can catch them in Milwaukee at the VAR Gallery on September 10th and then a month later, exactly a month later on October 10th, uh, they will be on the Amplified Artist Sessions in Brookfield. Um, they just got back from Louisville today uh, so it's been a long day for y'all. <laughs> Lots of driving. Lots of driving, right, right. Um, Indiana is bland, as <laughs> you guys have told me. So, um, so John and Amelie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. How are you guys doing today? Good. We're good. Yeah, just, as you said, I guess It's nice already. to, like, yeah, and it's, like, uh, nice to talk to another person. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, what time did you guys uh, leave this morning? It wasn't too bad. It was noon their time. So Eastern time. So, so 11? 11. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wasn't too it's bad. Like we got... Seven hours. Yeah. We got brunch for the friend, oh, the friend we were staying with. So that was really nice. Yeah. Went to Denny's for the first time. You've never been to a Denny's. Never been to Denny's. Uh, Denny's until is, today. Denny's is fantastic. They had a really good veggie omelette. I was there you so go. surprised. <laughs> it used to be like a big, like, um, in high school. That was like a really big like late night grub spot. Mm -hmm. um, really? Yeah, we my friends and I used to like we just go to Denny's like really late at night, like at like eleven midnight, um, just for the hell of it. it. It was like a thing for a while, but Denny's <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was a bit for like Perkins. So we're, that's sure. where we had like all the musical yeah. cast parties and like every Everything yeah. like late night stuff. <laughs> yeah, sure. Everyone's got their uh, their Just like fun. niche spot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, right. yeah, for sure. So um, their their debut album that came out uh, a couple months ago. It's called We Are More. Um, they've got a couple singles off of it. Blank check and sorry. Close your eyes. Right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, so what we talk about a Mr. Nice Guy. We examine love and fear and passion and. Um, you know, inspiration, mm -hmm. like all that kind of stuff uh, mm -hmm. that goes into your artistries. So, um, yeah, I'm, I would love to hear a little bit about your guys' like individual musical backgrounds, just to begin with. So, um, so Amelie, we can start with yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, I've been singing my entire life. My mom is a vocal teacher, so I started very young, like just like singing along to like her lessons and stuff, and. Always been singing, always been, you know, I went to a pretty small school, I would say, and like, so I got like all the solos, and, yeah. you know, all the musical leads and all that kind of stuff. Nice. And I started doing some like TV work pretty early cool. uh, with those, like a singing group my mom had. Oh. So we get to like get awesome. that like exposure a lot and yeah. um, to like what the real world looked like. <laughs> Did people like come up to you and be like, Weren't you on TV or something like that? So, it was kind of like in fourth grade, which is when it kind of started, because I also started working as a voice actress around that time. Oh, cool. And uh, I, I, I would say I was a little bullied oh, yeah, <laughs> in fourth yeah. grade. I didn't really have a lot of friends that year, and I had some girls that were really mean to me. So it was not the best in the beginning. People are fucking mean at 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. Uh, especially girls can be extremely mean at that age. And they worked yeah. me. And 
So that wasn't like the best, but then it got better. So, and I kept doing my things and didn't really care about what people sure. thought. But yeah, so I did a lot of voice acting as well, which got me into the studio a lot. Nice. And uh, yeah, I started, I colored my hair black and started a rock band when I was in ninth grade. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was it called? The Dyslectics 51. Okay. Yeah, one of our members had dyslexia. So uh, then we were like, let's just like run with that. I don't know. <laughs> let's let's put an edge on it. That seems yeah. like a thing. Yeah, That's right. Thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we actually like did a bunch of like charity concerts. We organized some, and like yeah, it was really cool. We were not that good, <laughs> but it was it was a cool way to start things. And then then I started working with one with the guitarist of that sure. band. We just played around. We did a couple of gigs, but nothing. Nothing major. Mm -hmm. I didn't really like write my own songs or anything. For we mostly sure. did covers. Didn't you guys like cover Pokemon theme songs? Yeah, we 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 covered. Oh, that's great. That's pretty cool. That was really cool. That's that's a that's a. <laughs> that's real, when you know you're making. That's a real way to to, to draw them in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was a lot of that and a lot of Paramore. Mm. Yeah. So that was mm. an inspirational. A lot. Sounds ninth grade. Yeah. 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 Very much. <laughs> yeah. And you're originally from Sweden, right? Yes. Sure. So this is all like Sweden. Awesome. Uh, but then I started. Started um, high school, and after two years of high school, I was an exchange student. Went to Green Bay, and that's where I met John. But mm -hmm. he should do his like little backstory. Beautiful. I know, right? But John. we'll take that cute yeah. Yeah. <laughs> musical right. backstory first. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, that's oh, that's that's dope that you had sort of like a performing uh, knack pretty early on. Yeah. So that I didn't have the. I thought I was gonna be like an artist, but I didn't have the whole like. I wanted to work really hard for it. Like I didn't understand yeah. the work that went into it. I thought, I, yeah, yeah, I thought it was like, oh, someone random would be like, oh, uh, hi, do you want a like a record deal? And then they would like just give me songs and kind of. That's what I thought was gonna happen. Oh, same here though. Yeah, same yeah. Here. I guess we all <laughs> yeah. kind of like think that. Everyone thinks it's, everyone thinks they're gonna get noticed. Yeah, you know? but I didn't really, I didn't really want to do the talent shows, and I didn't really like. <laughs> Try. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, sure. it was, but I did like you know I focus on school a lot. Mm. Stuff. Cool. John, yeah. tell me a little bit yeah. about you know your own background and uh, your story. Yeah. So I, uh, my grandparents were very involved in the church. My grandpa was a pastor and my grandma was a piano teacher, mm -hmm. and like she did voice related things for the church. And so I grew up around that, and like because I was the grandson of the pastor, they like and I took lessons from my grandma on piano. It was very much like pushing me into everything, like mm -hmm. when I was like four yeah. <laughs> and like five, it's like, no. oh, you've played piano for three months. Here, play on Christmas Eve in yeah. front of 400 people. Yeah. And I'm like super shy kid that's mm -hmm. just like playing We, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. Three Kings on a grand piano, <laughs> you know? Right. Like where my feet don't even like touch the like, <laughs> pedals or anything. Standing um, ovation. <laughs> No, I don't remember. I was so nervous. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was a big thing. And then, um, like, the church was a large part of my life growing up because my family's very religious. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of got involved in, like, worship team and um, stuff like that. And that was when I was, like, 10, 11. And I, until I was that age, I didn't know didn't know that like any other genre existed aside from classical music. Sure. So okay. yeah. like I knew classical music and like hymns. Yeah. And then like <laughs> when I was ten or eleven, I like I finally found rock and my brain just like blew up and I'm like, what is this? And like people can write their own music right. and like 
What'd you find it with? It's actually uh, Switchfoot, which is Switchfoot. No, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 they're like. Shout out Christian to band. shout out to Jack Fricky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna be talking about him in a second. Yeah, so Jack, yeah, is how I got connected with yeah. you guys, <laughs> and Switchfoot is like his favorite band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah, so yeah, so uh, Jack actually went to the same church that I did, mm-hmm. and so we were on the same worship team, and uh, basically we would play every single week at the church mm-hmm. and do like five new songs a week for worship, and so. That was like how I got used to like playing in front of people, and that really helped break a lot of that those nerves that I had, and yeah. like really helped me get to be less introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still introverted, but yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I'm not as introverted as I was, and uh, that's when I really started writing music. Was like ten sure. or eleven, and um, yeah, Switchfoot was my main inspiration, mm-hmm. and they're still like the only band that if I ever met them, I'd like die. Like, yeah, we saw their bass player on the street oh when we yeah. were in Madison for a show because we were just like walking, and John like yeah, almost threw up. That's like, <laughs> really bad. like I've met yeah. I've met other artists, yeah. and like it's totally chill. It's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, I, like Paul McCartney, you know, like I can meet any of those people, be fine. Oh right, you know, yeah. Right. Right. yeah so when you meet the band that just has such a definitive. Um, just like an impact. Im- yeah, impact, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, like someone that really like a really changed your life in a direction that's been applied to your truth. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. And like what you want to go in. Oh my it god. It makes yeah. gives you that passion and something yeah. that you want to go into. Totally. And so yeah, so that's uh, the main thing, and then I started a Christian rock band because that was super cool. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a thing. It's uh, a thing to do. It's yeah. a thing to do, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so I did that through high school and with and Jack. With it's Jack. Very. That was it. Uh, uh, sanctified. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> shout out, Sanctified. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so that's kind of how I got involved in writing and producing, and then I ended up going to school for audio production. Okay. So I wanted Where? to learn uh, Asbury University okay. in Kentucky. Sure. So their focus is like media and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so learning that whole process and like, yeah, like how to do music professionally, I guess, mm-hmm. more so. so. So like, were you doing like Life Fest and stuff? Yeah. We're still doing Life yeah, Fest. We're, still, <laughs> we're, we're not really a Christian band at all, but we like, we do positive music, I guess. So like, yeah. we get into those things too. It's like, yeah, they're, yeah. they're good venues too, but it's not like we're Christian music. Sure. Kind of sure. reminds me of like Manchester Orchestra, if you know who they are. Yeah. Um, so. They're like a, they're like an indie rock band that like they're not like a Christian rock band, uh-huh. but there's a lot of like Christian sent themes that okay. play into their music, yeah. and uh, so they do have a really strong like yeah. Christian following, but they're not like a mm-hmm. Christian band. Yeah, I don't even know if we necessarily. I mean, I mean, we write about like, like yeah, like, it's more that kind of stuff. It's more mm-hmm. like. Stuff like that, and but, we want to talk. Yeah, but the main ven, the best venue in Green Bay is like a Christian venue. Sure. And so yeah. like, and so kinda, like we got in there, and then uh, they recommended us to Life Fest. So that's cool, cool. Why we've been playing Life Fest for the yeah, last sure. years. Sure. <laughs> so how did you two meet? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So here comes the cute part. Oh yeah. yes. <laughs> this is yeah. where everyone just like, aww. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, so. I, 
Yeah. I was gonna say, I should have like a soundboard for like a button for the Aww. Aww. You can just be the soundboard. Yeah. You can just push Aww. an imaginary button. Aww. Aww. Right, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so as I said, after like two years of high school, I went over uh, to the U.S. I could have ended up in any state, any city, and I ended up in Green Bay, Wisconsin at Preble High School. Oh, sure. And uh, meet John in music theory class. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> enough. And yeah, we started kind of just hanging out, and um, after like a few <laughs> hangouts <laughs> slash dates, um, yeah, we started just like kind of going steady or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really yeah. want a boyfriend because I was going home and I was yeah. like, I don't want to sure. deal with that. That sounds like awful. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. I'm just here to like have a really fun year and then I'm going to go back to my normal life. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that didn't really turn out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we uh, were dating that entire year and then we decided to keep going even though we had to be apart. So we had to spend three years long distance. Wow. 7,000 kilometers Jeez. apart. From each other. Ah, the buzzword. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, that. That's amazing, though. Um, just how that. I mean, I mean that's like. I mean, needless to say, like that's like real love, despite yeah. you know the gap. Yeah, you know I mean? it was really really. It hard. forces you to like choose and. Yeah. Um, yeah, seven thousand apart really was like a. It was actually a YouTube project. Yeah, we just started it. Something. Yeah, we started like a year into being apart and just like doing YouTube covers and originals like while we were apart. It was just a good way for us to have something to talk about, something to strive for, and yeah, just like just have something together, you know? Because everything else that you, that you like have in your life is very separated from yeah. the other person, mm -hmm. and just having one thing that you can like. Talk you about. know, talk about and strive for and try to like improve on and right. you know, it was. I think that was definitely a helpful factor to our yeah, relationship. You know, but bet that makes the like the um, yearning for that other person and mm -hmm. their proximity that much stronger. Yeah, it makes that love that much stronger. It just makes that. Um, it's like, I, I mean, I think about this all the time. I was thinking about this earlier today, like. What if you know my, you know my eventual significant other, whenever that happens, <laughs> is I wonder where like she is right now. Yeah. You know I like wonder like she could be in a, across the country, across the world. She could be down the street. Who knows? Yeah, sure. Like won't know that until like it just feels right. But yeah. like it's just a, it's a feeling that is very difficult to um, to articulate. But just but despite being so far away for so long, mm -hmm. like, just the keeping, keeping it alive, like, made it, like, I, I mean, I imagine it just made it that much more, like, profound when you, like, ended up moving back here. Yeah, it, I must say, like, there, there are a lot of faces to it, like, you know, first, the first couple of weeks are pretty fine, and you're still, like, super in love, and yeah, it's like, right. oh, I, you know, I miss you, you know, and then we kind of dealt with it in very different ways. Mm -hmm. I became pretty apathetic, mm. which wasn't really good. <laughs> and For I was sure. dealing with a lot of like mental health issues at the same time yeah. as well. So I was really just like trying not to feel. Uh, well, John, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a very emotional person to begin with. So like, 
I had the opposite reaction where it's like, okay, let's like talk and like, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you were pretty needy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, if you have one needy person and one pathetic person, it's very difficult. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, and it's so, a rough dynamic. Yeah, and then you finally get to be with each other again and you're like, oh, am I still in love with this person? And then you like get to be with each other and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is great. <laughs> and then it takes like, and then you like kind of like fall more and more in love with each other. And then, oh, you're leaving again. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just, it, very it was much very hard. It messes hard. with your brain a lot. Yeah. I believe but, uh, it. Yeah, isn't it like the serotonin levels? Yeah, yeah. It drops like as if a person actually died. Like, yeah. After Like your brain right. makes it feel like someone actually died in your life. Right, because it's, yeah. it's, it is a, it's a loss and you're grieving. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Of course. Like, so. I definitely have felt that when, that's why like, it's, it can be really like, it can be dangerous for someone's mental health to get like so like attached to something that's only temporary you yeah. know because then it's like when it's when it's over you like get just so detached and you get really like depressed and you get yeah. really like you know just sad about you know that it it's in the past now and um it's kind of like uh i i liken it to like when you've been anticipating like this huge amazing event for so long like a really mm -hmm. fun like event mm -hmm. um and then it happens and then after that the next day you're like it's over yeah you know <laughs> right like stuff, right yeah, like uh sure. when it's christmas and you've yeah. been waiting all year for christmas <laughs> so then on december 26th it's like yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it's the day after your birthday. Yeah. It's like the worst day of the year for you, you know? Like, <laughs> right. right. I mean, the day after isn't that bad because then you have like all your new toys to play with. Right, right, right. Yeah, but like the couple days after when like, you get bored with them for sure. Yeah, this year this year I had a better birthday because I didn't make any plans. <laughs> that, made it, that made it nicer because it's like... It wasn't as big of a deal. Correct, exactly. Yeah. 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 But no, it's, it's very much so something where like you have to make sure the person is worth it. Yes. Yeah. And like if the person is... Is worth it it's worth fighting for it but mm -hmm. you have to remember that in the middle of that like yeah you the apathy and the depression exactly those types of things it's yeah. more like you kind of just go through it and you have to focus on other aspects of your life yeah you have to make sure that you keep in touch with friends yeah you have to kind of like make sure that you're not just putting everything on hold just because your relationship is a little bit on hold yeah and that you don't like feel like you're wasting time being mm -hmm. away from the person yeah. and that was good for you because you had college big, you had college yeah. you had a lot of new friends that's a big balance to figure yeah. out too like you right. have to really figure that out yeah. yeah yeah totally so um yeah how often did you guys get to see each other in that three year time two times a year two times a year yes Mm -hmm. But for like a pretty long time, we would at least see each other for three to like six weeks. Oh, sure. So that definitely mm -hmm. helped because then like during those times, those chunks of time, we had enough time so we could like refigure our relationship, I would say, yeah. like and really like, yeah. as I said, fall in love with each other again. Like and, ground it. Yeah. 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 And know like, oh yeah, this is what I'm supposed to feel. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is this is why this is what I've been craving this, yeah. this yeah. last yeah. couple of months. Yeah, this is, yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, what brought you back here? Um, so we got married mm -hmm. and... Um, Mazel tov. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jewish. So. Yeah, no, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, but we actually had applied for John's um, permanent residence in Sweden. in Sweden about six months before when he proposed to me. 
because uh, we were like, let's just get that process started. But that was right in the whole uh, immigrant, like the refugee crisis mm -hmm. in Europe. Yeah. So he, you know, he ends up on the bottom of the pile because everyone's treated right, the same, which yeah. is great. But that meant that we couldn't move to Sweden right away, mm -hmm. which we were kind of planning on. We, had some, we both had jobs lined up. Yeah, and like, it would have been a very easy transition, mm -hmm. uh, just to save money for like a year, you know, pay off debt, like yeah. start um, like like really put the foundation because we knew we wanted yeah. to do keep going with 7,000 apart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pay off the student loans, you know, really set a foundation with 7,000 apart. And then we knew that we wouldn't be able to tour the same way in Sweden as we would in the US. So we were kind of planning on let's do like a year or two in Sweden and then, move, and, yeah, everything. and then move to, move to the US tour and do all that yeah. kind of stuff. That got thrown out the window. But that got thrown out the window because of the refugee crisis. So we had so to we, move here. Yeah, so two yeah. weeks after the wedding we moved here to Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> what was the wedding date? Uh, August 6th, 2016. 2016. 2016, so three years ago. Three years? Yeah. That's, that's exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> sure. We made it. Good. Yeah. But we finally like passed the amount of time that we were apart. Yeah. Oh. That feels really cool. Oh, that's, yeah, that's so a milestone. So we've been married for longer than we were apart. Yeah. And that, so that's definitely a that's milestone cool. for us. Right. That, yeah. that is awesome. So, um, yeah, so I guess like where did the dynamic occur between you guys to start like playing music together and like form this, um, the outfit of 7,000 apart? Like, I guess like how did it sort of come to be? Yeah. So, I mean, the whole like YouTube party definitely started it. and. When we were together, we did write like a couple of originals, and I mm -hmm. I wrote a couple on my own that I would send to him, and he like made the music for it, and yeah. so we definitely like started that whole process, and also as your final project for school, you did like an independent study. Yeah, I did something where I basically made our EP that we had mm -hmm. made, sure, um, and recorded all that, but it was very much like a like thrown together, um, oh, yeah, so. For sure. It was very, like, because he kind of took what we had together with what he had learned at his university mm -hmm. together with, because you were, like, into, was, like, electronic music yeah. back then, too, a little bit. I was bit. very into, like, producing electronic music, because, like, yeah. uh, I had to be in my headphones, because, like, in a dorm room, you don't want to be blasting right, music, yeah. so I was, like, yeah, I was just, like, doing electronic music on my computer in my dorm room for, like, couple years yeah. nice um, yeah so we kind of had like five, four or five songs from that all different genres all different genres <laughs> and uh, so we ended up actually making so when we were finally together we started playing some shows and did like a bunch of open mics Except probably sure. like 30 and like open mics are slept on they're honestly like underrated they're, they're so good yeah. and it's so good to meet new people all oh, right yeah we, we still love community. to do it we yeah. still like love to go to them uh, if we can and if we have like a day off but yeah. anyway so th that was kind of because I didn't have my work permit yet because mm -hmm. I applied for my green card sure. so I couldn't work for money <laughs> so yeah. we couldn't do that many games. So we played the basically the, the EP, free stuff. Yeah. Um, at open mics and like yeah. did that type of thing mm -hmm. uh, through 2017 and then we mm -hmm. got an artist coach. Um, that was a well, year after high yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, like, like, we were like writing a lot <laughs> and like working a lot on stuff, but like we didn't really know what we were doing. No, so. and we put together like an actual physical EP in yeah. like two months mm -hmm. where we like kind of re recorded mm -hmm. some of the vocals and 
yeah, that was also a mess, but it was a great experience for us just mm -hmm. to go through that process. To put something, put something on it. Yes, yeah. yeah. and and people around here are still buying CDs, so it was a great thing for us to be able to sell shows. And you know, we made our first T-shirts, yeah, and cool. yeah, so we started that, and it just like we kept going into uh, into 2018 where we started a songwriting group. That was kind of the start yeah. of the album, I'd say. Yeah, that was more like the the actual figuring out who we are yeah it's uh well like how we as people fit into our music yeah, yeah so like really and what kind of music we actually wanted to make because mm -hmm. yeah. we knew what we sounded like acoustically yeah because we most of our gigs are just the two of us and we knew how that would that kind of sounded but we didn't know like is this actually what we want to do how should we brand ourselves like what should we use so, so getting this artist yeah. coach. So then in 2018, year, yeah. <laughs> we got an artist coach. Cool. Who's, she's from Sweden and she's absolutely oh, well. fantastic. And so she just kind of guided us into where we kind of are now. And mm -hmm. um, we wrote a lot of songs and put out a lot of demos with this songwriters group. It's just like online, song a week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Posted one song a week on sure. you know SoundCloud. And we got to like... We chose the best. The yeah. Best ones and yeah. Made the album, and we did that with a Kickstarter campaign, and um, recorded in Sweden, where the artist coach and a producer that she recommended. Yeah. Oh wow! So we worked with him and her, and she did the vocals, and mm -hmm. he did yeah. the music, basically for production, producing, like all in the same room. So it was, wow! Yeah. It was very. It was a really cool experience. Like we just like went to Sweden for a month and we we're like musicians. Like we made just an recording. album. Oh, yeah. You know, like that was so right. big for us. Uh, yeah, like four days a week yeah. in the studio. That is big. I mean, that, is, that, is, that is a massive. Uh, yeah. It's just a massive um, checkpoint of mm -hmm. sorts to yeah. for you, know, you guys to put the debut out yeah. and open it up to the world. You know, no, like, whole like full length album too is. It's, it's like 10 songs, so like, I don't <laughs> right. know if it counts, but I think so. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, it definitely <laughs> does. Um, yeah, no, and, um, where does the title uh, We Are More come from? Yes, yeah, so we were thinking about that for a while, because we didn't have an obvious answer to, oh, what's the album going to be called? Because like, our EP was called 7,000 Apart, mm -hmm. like, just <laughs> that Subtitle, simple. Yeah, yeah. To call it. <laughs> we didn't know yeah. what to call it, so uh, it was good. but. We looked at the lyrics and like tried to find what was like the common thread and the common thread is really we. Like we write a lot from that perspective and that we, we talk a lot about both about us but mm -hmm. as we as like in a kind of like community kind of a way. Yeah. And so we have the song on the album that's called We Are More and we thought it just kind of encapsulates what the album is about which is that we are more together. Yeah. Just like us, but us? also just as uh, as people too, yeah. like when we work together and we can accomplish like, totally for sure. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, another ah. Uh. <laughs> 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 no, no, I mean, yeah. But we talk about like a lot of like about mental health and stuff too. Great. So and that kind of comes into that as well and how we are more than like our circumstances oh, yeah, and we're yeah. more than our mental health issues. More than yeah. yeah. Something that's something that's a daily reminder. Yeah. A daily reminder that you're not defined by no. you know the, your the conditions that you feel hold you back all the time. It's like that's just a, it's a part of you. Exactly. You know? um, but it's and, not you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I still 
still try to remind myself of that every day, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, that's awesome that, like, you guys turned that, something that many of us relate to, into such a, you know, deeply personal project yeah. that also just has a lot of um, um, intimacy and, uh, and yeah, just, I guess, purity behind it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're really happy with the album. Like, I'm very much like a person who's not happy with things. Like, I can sure. always, I, I always think that I can do better and that, you know, it's hard for me to be yeah. like happy something with yeah. something. Yeah, and like that. But the album, I'm very proud of it. Good. And it feels Good. so cool to be able to say that. Awesome. And when I. You know, when we have to promote it, I don't feel like I'm lying. <laughs> like, the EP, I would never promote the EP. <laughs> yeah. um, but the album, I can be like, no guys, like, it's good. It's real. <laughs> For real this time. Like, we've talked with so many people about this. We've yeah. worked so hard on this. Yeah. We like it. We've gone through everything. Like, yeah. We, spent... we were super picky in the, like, yeah. the whole mixing process. We sent it back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And yeah. I have very much like an ear for detail, so I didn't let anything slip either. Totally. I can relate. I'm <laughs> Poor like, producer, but... <laughs> yeah. I can relate. I'm like, the first time I tried to do a podcast and it was just a complete, like, didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. I'm like, what do I, like, didn't know any, had no concept of like, you know, uh, guiding an episode in like the right direction mm -hmm. and whatnot, but then doing this, like... No, guys, for real. I, yeah. I think I got it. <laughs> the first project you put out won't always be something that you look back at and it, you were like, and thinking like, you know, that was really us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now it's like you put it's out something. It's so important to put it out. Yeah. Like, it, it is. really, it is. like, you almost have to, like, do that first project in order to understand what it actually, like, takes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and to make something that you are really proud of and, like, yeah. that actually can live up to, like, industry standards and yeah. all that kind of Demonstrates yeah. the growth. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And just so you yeah. dare, because if you always hold back and wait for it to be perfect, it's never going to be perfect. You'll never put anything yeah. out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, I know you guys have, so you said you, you know, you've, played um, back in Sweden, um, you played, you know, you've toured, you've been around the Midwest and stuff, yeah. it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, John, tell me about being an American in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Interested in that. He has a lot of stories. There's a lot that I could say. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, people, people love to talk about America. Um, uh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do they always assume that, like, you're, they're like, do they always ask you like who you vote for or something like that? Not all the time. I mean, not really. It's, yeah, that's like one of the least things that they talk about. Oh, okay. Normally, it's more like they're interested in like, like movies and like oh, media okay. and stuff like that. And then, like how the culture is kind of. Then eventually they get to like, religion and politics. But that's more like a. I guess Swedes are a little bit less. Like they're harder to, talk. To, like on a deeper level like sure. until you get to know them a little yeah. bit more like you it's not it's not like you can just talk about like the biggest hot issue of the day right with anyone yeah. in Sweden normally um, so but yeah it's it's really interesting I mean that people love speaking English yeah they and, love being uh, able to practice it like 86 percent of people speak fluent English in Sweden so yeah. it's like it's very easy to get around so I mean yeah, it's pretty straightforward, but there's a lot of, there's definitely a lot of, uh, 
culture. There's a lot of cultural differences for sure. Sure. Yeah. So there's um yeah, I like I feel like we think about other countries always sort of I, I've heard like people that have been to other countries like a lot of times like people like the first thing to ask them is about like what their thoughts are on Trump or something like yeah. that, you know. But mm-hmm. it's good to know that like it's not like they're interested in more of like cultural things rather than political right away. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, initially, initially yeah, but they but are. Definitely people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's people that are like, "What's up with this thing?" Everyone's wondering yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like Trump makes the news every day, so it's hard to like yeah. not have that fresh in your memory right. too. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things that people hate talking about but can't stop talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, no, that's cool. Um, are there like any like. Uh, in Sweden, like, what are some, like, differences in, like, uh, like, uh, just customs? Customs. Like, I mean, the, f- well, I can t- <laughs> You should tell them. I'll them. tell the first time. Yeah. So the first time I went to Sweden, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I went to a Christian university here, too, so, like, it's very, it was very, like, dress code and all this stuff, and I wasn't, like, super, I went to a public high school, so it was, like, very chill, yeah. uh, for me, but... It was weird going from this, like, university, and then, like, first time I went to Sweden, like, we went on a ski trip, and I'd never gone skiing before, mm-hmm. like, down, like, mountain. Downhill skiing. We like, went to, like, the biggest, skiing. Wow. <laughs> like, um, um, best life slopes in Sweden. <laughs> wow. And, and it was, like, it was yeah. the best. five hours of daylight, so, like, yeah. <laughs> we got there, and it was, like, completely dark out and I had to go on a blue slope. Yeah. They had like nice skiing. skis were like, let's oh go. This is and I'd never skied before downhill. Bad idea. Um, so like I went on a blue slope the first thing and like that's pretty not, it's pretty shouldn't be a first thing. Sure, yeah. You should yeah. have gone in the kid. The bunny hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. And uh, yeah, so then after that, like we get back to the hotel room and like all the guys are like drinking vodka in a sauna, like, <laughs> and like they're all naked, like all like this. And it's like, hey, John, you want to come and like drink some vodka with? And I'm like, I'm like 18. <laughs> so I'm like, and I, I've been going to this like Christian school, so I'm like, uh, no, guys, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Maybe next time, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah, like dress codes and stuff to like a bunch of naked guys, and like, yeah, it's just like. <laughs> Clothing is a lot less of a big deal in <laughs> yeah. Sweden, I guess you sure. can say. I mean, it's not well. like people walk around naked, but it, like if you're like on a ski trip and you know everyone, like it's not a big deal to walk around in your underwear. Sure, or, like, yeah. Anything. yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're a little bit more open. And especially like in my family too, I mean, I'll, like my mom's a performer, I'm like a performer, and you kind of get used to like, like you know. Musical yeah, so you get like used to like changing in front of people and like it's, it's not a big deal. Yeah. But yeah, you grew up. So that was a, that was a big difference. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, obviously, like, I mean, politically, that's a big difference. But there's, I don't know, there's a lot of differences. Yeah, and the religion sure. thing is very big. Yeah, those were big differences. Yeah, for sure. But if it makes you feel any better, I would have been freaked out by <laughs> naked dudes in a sauna. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like there are some, like, I mean, a big obvious one, too, is, like, first time you meet a Swede, you shake hands mm-hmm. uh, if you don't know them, but second time you meet a sweet that you hug. Yeah, or when you say bye, sometimes or when you, you say hug. bye, or yeah. if they know like your family really closely, yeah, you hug instantly. So yeah. like, 
If they know who you are, they might just hug you right away. So I was used to like very much shaking people's hands. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know. And then like everyone's hugging me. Yeah. So I'm, like, <laughs> that's a big thing. Yeah. Interesting. It's small, but it's big when yeah. you're like. Yeah. So now like we kind of culture. like have like started that amongst our friends, and we kind of have to like be like. Is it okay that I hug you? Yeah, yeah <laughs> so right. Like, like we're hugging. okay. Yeah, because some people, yeah, just will be like, get off me. Yeah, or, or they're like, you know, they're waivers. Right, they're like, right. bye. You know, yeah. they're like. <laughs> That's always so awkward. Like, the waivers is always so weird to me. It's like, dude, it's like, give me some kind of con to that. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I feel it. How about you, like, coming to... America from Sweden. Yeah, that was interesting. I mean, I was 17 when I came here, and you know, I had like back, back then, I my hair was red. I like colored it, so I was like still kind of cool, you know. Right, right. You yeah. know, I was still in my rock phase. Yeah. Uh, and I I come to uh, Green Bay, and like my host mom is like the best person. Like she's literally my American mom. Oh yeah. Like we hang out a lot. <laughs> And so I got really good connection with her right away, and you know she took me to her church, but she was like, "I'm just, like so chill if you don't wanna, if you don't wanna come with me all the yeah, time, you could come once. That would be nice. Just check sure. that." And I was yeah. like super open to everything, and I, I mean, I grew up in Sweden, which is the most like agnostic, atheist country in the entire world. I did not know. Yeah. That. Interesting. Uh, so that's another. That's why religion is a big thing. Um, sure. Okay. And. Uh, and I mean, like, and I was not ready for the question where people were like, oh, so what church do you go to? Uh, or like, what church does your host family go to? That w that's one of the first questions that people asked me in high school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, ask me about my favorite food first or something. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, so that was definitely a big thing. And like, just like coming from Sweden. And cars. Yeah, and having to drive everywhere. I I mean, I grew oh, yeah. up in Stockholm, Sweden, so I relied on public transportation all the time Somebody. or walking. Yeah. Like, I could walk everywhere. I always lived within, like, a few blocks of my, sure. my school. Yeah. And, uh, like, started walking to school alone when I was, like, in third grade. You know what I mean? Mom would, like, yeah. stand on the balcony and just make sure that I got there. Sure. <laughs> and so, like, that, I lost a lot of my independence, definitely, because mm -hmm. I... Um, I had a lot of independence. Kind of when you go to high school in Sweden is kind of when you go to college here. I would say the maturity is uh, sure. maturity yeah. the difference. So people can drink in Sweden at 18. Yeah. So, so. so that's another thing. Sure. Uh, so I just felt like I kind of just like went back into like ninth grade, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, to me, like that was kind of the maturity level where people were at oh. in a different way. Like... You don't say it. Yeah. <laughs> Americans. Well, we're just a little bit more grown up a little sooner. Then we catch up, definitely sure, for sure. Yeah. It's just like, we feel very independent when we go to high school. Yeah, right. And... And that, well, so we yeah. think that like, American high school, like, movies are like, yeah. That's the way that it is. But like in that's high twenty school. year olds right. that's playing like, that's like, like seventeen year olds. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? so true. So yeah. it's always like so you're oh they look so old to be in high school and you know so that's kinda of what But the culture is kind of college culture in high school in Sweden. Yeah. And then because after you, college you start drinking college. when you're in high school in Sweden. So like it's just kind of like yeah. this whole like three year sure. shift. Yeah. Um yeah, so I went from being super independent to being like having people have to drive me everywhere. Yeah. And I was really not used to that and having to rely on other people because I was not allowed to drive. We we get our licenses at 18 Okay. in Sweden and as an exchange student you're just like not allowed to drive because you're a liability. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so that was also super weird. Yeah, I really felt like I 
Yeah, that I was like 15 again. Interesting. In a way. Wow. Yeah. 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 I feel like I would. <laughs> I would. I feel like I'd be do pretty well in Sweden because. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I walk everywhere. Nice. I never try, like. I mean, I don't even have a car here, so oh, that's like, awesome. I take public I transportation. That, yeah. And I also walk around in my underwear around like everybody, <laughs> and I'm very, very comfortable. Like, I don't, I don't care, you know. Like my, like one of my friends spent the night on the couch last night, and I'm like mm -hmm. walking around with no shirt on, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, no it's my house. Like, yeah. I, like I don't care who sees my chest. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like well. Yeah, book my trip to Sweden sometime. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you would yeah, like cool. it over there. Just come over when we're over there. Yeah. Yes. We can hang out. Right. Yeah. We're gonna kick it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, well, I, I noticed like you guys haven't really played in Milwaukee before, have you? We, I don't think yeah. so. We've played Grafton. We have played Port Washington. Yeah. Sure. But we've not played we in Milwaukee. We tried, but it's been kind of a little. Difficult just to like it's something. It's still to like break two, into a new yeah. city, and it's yeah, still sure. two hours away. And we didn't. I mean, we knew Jack, but we don't know right. that many other people that yeah. live down here. So it's not like we can show up at an open mic just for the evening, uh, like the same way we can in right. like Green Bay or Appleton. Yeah. So I just think, but I think we're more like ready for it now. Good. So, well, yeah, yeah. it's Bar is a like a really solid. Cute little spot to start at, you know. That's the awesome. the uh, Sam Brunelli shout out. Uh, he's the booking guy there, and That's he's awesome. Uh, he's awesome. Like it's a really um, beautiful, intimate space. Yeah, but um, awesome. I think That's that great. one thing that can help uh, anyone getting their start in Milwaukee, especially if they're out of town, mm -hmm. uh, we have a lot of uh, house shows here. That's awesome. Uh, a lot of DIY, Love. huge DIY Love scene. That. That's really good. Dude. So that could help you guys a lot uh, yeah. with because uh, um, I. I'm. I have contacts at most, at like most, if not all, like uh, of like the prominent like basement slash attic venues. Like they're pretty big around here. That's awesome. Um, so that'd be. Yeah. We'd love to get you guys in touch yeah. with them. We would love that. Yeah, yeah. because be um, it's still like it's still an easy drive. Like we can yeah. do it in a day. In our very. Which is perfect. Yeah, it's such a like obvious city to go through as well. Yeah. So like, yeah. I, I think we were talking about that too. Just like going. Like going anywhere in the U.S., you have to go through Milwaukee. Yeah, and like, yeah it's yeah. so close too. So it's, right. it, we'd love to build to. Yeah, yeah. To build like more families here because I mean, yeah. it is as far as I understood, like it's one of the best cities for live music, like to do live music in the country. Like it was some on some kind of list yeah. of like the thirty best people to. Oh, hell yeah, that's awesome. That's good to hear. To yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely like blossomed over like. Just the last few years, I feel like. Mm, yeah, yeah, like it's um, it's definitely in like the musical renaissance right now. That's so cool. And the, like, the thing is, people will show up. Um, I mean, there's like uh, there's definitely plenty of things that like Milwaukee. I do want to see more out of in Milwaukee's music mm -hmm. scene, but for now, like especially in the sense of like DIY shows, like there's a lot of music lovers around here that That's will. Awesome. You know they'll show up and get to know new artists all the time, and like um, five dollar donations are always uh, strongly encouraged at the door for the touring bands. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, we want to help you guys out too. Yeah. yeah. So. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. We, we appreciate help. <laughs> yeah, and we love house shows. I mean. Like our yeah. music really does the best in listening venues, and there aren't that many like listening room right. venues yeah. 
in general uh, mm -hmm. around the country. So, but house shows are really that. Totally. Like you get people's attention because they're actually there to see you. Right. They're not there to do anything else really. Right. Uh, and so we really love that. You can play with so much more emotion and. Mm -hmm. The details and can connect yeah. a lot yeah. easier as well. And we love that. Yeah. Because we do a lot of like audience interaction and stuff. I feel so, like, well, yeah. that's great. And that, yeah. I feel like that also just goes well with like your uh, flavor of music. Too. Yeah. Um, so that being said, uh, yeah, so now that the album's out, um, I know you guys got more shows lined up around the state. Uh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, you know, what, what, what else is going on with you guys uh, for the rest of the year? Yeah, so we are going to do a lot of like shows now and we're doing another little mini tour with obscene stone another oh. like really awesome and they're going to be at the var gallery as well oh hell yeah, yeah. Sweet. so good so good like yeah. if you don't don't like us like you have to come back you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like they're incredible and so we're doing that's like kind of the start of that little mini tour so then we're going up to green bay and doing some shows up there and then we're going down to louisville again yeah. in like a month uh we're doing a couple so far shows oh, cool. so we've got to start with that we Sweet. did one in our first Cleveland. one. Cleveland. Yeah, we did yeah. one there. And then we did our first one in Gothenburg in Sweden. Wow. So that was our yeah. first one. So that was really cool. That's awesome. So I didn't know they did it abroad. It's, it's uh, in 430 cities around the world. It's wow. actually from the yeah. UK. Whoa. Yeah. That's started, started in London. In the UK. Damn, I am, I am rusty. <laughs> <laughs> I like just heard about it recently. Okay. But that, yeah, that's They're a nice school. so cool. So we're hoping They're to do great. more yeah. with that. Sure. And hoping to do... Yeah, just more touring. I, we're, we're going to Sweden at the end of October. Maybe doing a really fun little project over there that I really can't talk about okay. yet. But okay, well, anyway, we're hoping that it's going to happen. Yeah, uh, just stay tuned. Uh, so we're super excited for whatever that is. And then um, probably coming back before Christmas-ish. Sure. And um, yeah, it's, it's, we try to do like every other year with our families for Christmas. So it's, mm -hmm. it's John's family's year this year. And then we're hoping to do some touring in January, February, March. Mm -hmm. We're hoping to do yeah. like some uh, duo stuff, but also some like three and four piece bands. Cool. Yeah. So we're we're thinking that that's going to be easier, like within a two hour uh, radius. Yeah. So like maybe we can get down to Milwaukee more with uh, with a full band. With a full band, really but cool. like yeah, like I don't know if we're quite ready to do the whole like five. 10 hour drive thing with sure. the full band. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for Let's us, see. we're gonna cool. be playing a lot more regionally yeah. as well. And just like set up tours with other bands, it's so much fun and you can really like expose your fans to each other, mm. which is really like, oh, like yeah. cross promotion. Well, I love introducing my friends to other friends. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a great feeling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's so much fun. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and then we have like, we just put out two remixes. I and, saw it. Yeah, and we have like one in the works, and then we also recorded a little bit more Sweden last time. Oh. We're hoping to do something with that, and then we have a producer in Nashville that we really love, and hoping to do something with him, and yeah, we just have a lot that we want to do, and we want to put out more videos. There's a, there's actually this really cool thing that we're working with in Green Bay that's called the Premiere. Okay. And uh, it's a an arts incubator, and so it's nonprofit, and they have like music, digital arts, like a bunch of different things, and visual arts, dance, theater, yeah, everything uh, at this like twenty thousand square foot, like amazing building, building thing that has like roof right access now. and stuff yeah. too. So it's, oh. it's uh it's great. So we're actually helping them with their music and like trying to get like 
that to be a thing. Yeah, so, so we're trying to like actually set up a proper venue there oh, as well. Oh, awesome. Bring yeah. people in for like a listening room. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And that. All, all recorded video yeah. so the digital arts can like record the like music and stuff. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Session uh, feeling. Right now we have a songwriter's night every Monday. Nice. Yeah, uh, there, and that's been like really fantastic. So we just do kind of a songwriters. Trying to grow the community in yeah. Green Bay and like Appleton. And yeah. Do you feel like there's a lot of enthusiasm up there? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's just people don't know where to direct it really, mm -hmm. and people don't yeah. like haven't really worked together that much yet. Yeah. People we're hoping, haven't understood that as no. much. No, and we're hoping that the premiere can really be a hub for everyone to like meet yeah. and hang out and write together and tour together and. Yeah, it feels I, really, really. Whenever good. I hear the premiere, I just think of the the theater that Jake and Josh work at. Oh, oh really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah the, the premiere. Right. Yeah. We don't know. Like, it hasn't actually opened yet, so yeah. we're still like talking with them about. They still have like open, open. Oh, sure, like, it's yeah. just kind of like we're just kind of just kind of hanging out. We're there. excited about that. Yeah, thing. it's cool. so good. It's been really cool. Fun. So I know you guys have played a bunch of coffee houses, um, and I imagine like you've done some bars. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, for sure. yeah. what's the difference between playing when there's coffee present versus alcohol present? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those two are like surprisingly still similar. Yeah. I mean, people are, as we talked about before, like the whole listening room thing, like people aren't there really to listen to you. Uh, they're there to like maybe drink their coffee right. and like kind of have you as your background. So, yeah. I would say they're like more similar than you think. Yeah, that's true. But I would say like when we play Dancing Queen, there are more people dancing at the bars than at the concerts. Right, right. <laughs> For sure. People don't uh, hold back as much when they no. have alcohol. No. Yeah, just, um, <laughs> yeah. But coffee at the same time can also it can hype get, you. yeah, it gets people hyped. Yeah. So I can <laughs> definitely see the similarities there. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty similar, but yeah. Both good. <laughs> we love playing for all crowds and there we go. Yeah. I'd love to see yeah, it. So pulls <laughs> out. Um, so uh Amelie. Yeah. What keeps you up at night? Keeps me up actually like I've I, throughout my entire childhood I couldn't sleep. Uh, I've always had like sleep sleeping issues, especially like falling asleep. So mm -hmm. like I used to be kept awake like for hours and hours on end. Mm -hmm. But then I found melatonin when I moved oh, here, yeah. and that's, that's like real. I can actually sleep for the first time in my entire life. Nice. And because in Sweden it's like you can't just go buy it at a pharmacy; like you have to have a prescription, and like nobody will prescribe it to you unless you have ADHD or like you're really old. Yeah. <laughs> then sure. you, they might prescribe it to you, and it costs like a lot of money. But yeah, here you can just like get it over the counter. Yeah. So I take like I... the smallest little like dosage, and I don't. Sleep candy. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. like, but like I, I've dealt with a lot of anxiety and like that yeah. whole sleeping thing like can really like it can be really hard on me. Right. So yeah, but now I sleep and it's wonderful. Good. I just go to sleep, so awesome. it's fine. It yeah. helps a lot. Of yeah. anxiety. But right now, like the whole rainforest thing is like kind of giving me a lot of. Oh yeah, that's real. Terrifying. Yeah. So that and the uh, just too much to get into. Yeah. Ice caps too. Yeah. Yeah. I know. yeah. Um, John, <laughs> we're gonna get some Impossible Burgers. Yes, good, That's good. That's our plan. Yeah. Uh, we saw Burger King when we. Impossible yeah. Burgers are fucking great. I know. Right? At Burger King now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. so we need to try them. We're trying yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Nope. John, what keeps you up at night? Oh man, I think you know. For a long time, it's been like pushing myself forward. Like, I've always had like really big dreams, and I've always been kind of a, a person that like pushes myself really hard. Mm -hmm. Like internally yeah um, but not always like externally sure and so I think what 
probably keeps me up at or what's been there is trying to just live in the present like mm-hmm. um, that's been something that's been super hard for me and I've actually I've actually been going to therapy in general which mm-hmm. has been amazing yeah um, and the big thing for me I guess has just been like I've always been either in the past or future and yeah. like just being where I'm at and living in the moment and just like that really helps everything like um, so I think like just trying to do that is something where I at night, I always have to try to right, yeah. pull my thoughts back in and just be like... Pull the past, pull the present. Yes. Yeah. Right. I just yeah. be like, okay, I'm in bed, like, I need to sleep, you know? Um, yeah. I think that's a big thing in my life in general. And that's been great, though, because I've been a lot more productive, too, just I've noticed cool. from just doing stuff, you know? Yeah. And writing or whatever. Right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Good for you. Yeah, uh, thanks. Good for you. It's like, yeah, like myself, like... Of really really bad anxiety like I've gone through bouts of depression like I yeah. I have obsessive compulsive disorder so like that stuff can make you yeah. toss and turn for hours oh, it right. can be exhausting but therapy is a godsend it's amazing um, yes. I encourage everyone to see the therapist more even if you think you're seeing a therapist enough like <laughs> sometimes, and really, like find one that works. Find the one that works. Because yeah. well, I went to therapy a couple of years back when I was dealing with like really, really bad anxiety, and like I had one therapist that I was like, it, the first one, like it didn't work. Right. It really didn't. Yeah. And it's trial and error. Yeah, it really yeah. is, and that's okay. And then I had a therapist that was just like, like just let me sit there and cry for forty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, and that and wasn't like, helpful for you. And that wasn't helpful. Like I just right. needed to get out of that. Uh, and eventually, I found one that was really like con- constructive and just like good. so good. So like, like you really shouldn't be scared of switching. No, not at all. You're not hurting one, hurting anyone's feelings. <laughs> right. Like you have to find one that's right. good for you. And I, I think that that's part of their criteria of getting the of getting the job mm-hmm. is that they know they're not going to be like yeah. the. They're not going to work for everyone. Right. They're not going to yeah. be the end all be all. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, um, I like to. I like to think seeing your therapist, even when things are going well, yeah. is very important too. Yes. I, that's why I think I need to sleep mine more. <laughs> but uh, we'll put you to sleep though. Melatonin. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll put you to sleep. Oh man, I don't know. I guess like I I do talk about it sometimes too in songs, but like like thinking of blackness and like counting sheep and just like trying <laughs> yeah. to like not really counting sheep, but like. Yeah, I'm thinking of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. trying to like think yeah. of nothing, like literally like yeah. pull myself in and just like think of nothing is, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. really hard to shut yeah. off my brain though and that's, that. that's like a general thing so I've, like I say, I think that's why just like living in the present is really important. It is, yeah, because yeah. anxiety manifests in the worry about the future, and depression is the past. Yeah. yeah. I like to think of all, like all of us are like an ocean. You know, and it's like, you have to just sort of float, just stay floating in the ocean, and that's how it would, how you drift to sleep, you yeah. know, right? Instead of like fighting the tide, you know, yeah, it's kind of cool. Just yeah. relax and float. Yeah, I agree. Sure. Thank you for being on the Thank show. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you for having us. Really yeah, of course. <laughs> Remember that Seven Thousand Apart uh, has their album out on Spotify. We are more as uh, everywhere else streaming, um, and uh, yeah. Uh, keep an eye out for them. We're gonna try to get them down here in Milwaukee more, because uh, I would love to. I'd love more people out here to hear what you guys do. Thank, Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Thank you.